0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Of course, you know from the Bible that God made a covenant with Israel, but did you also know God has made a covenant with America? The American Covenant is an important book written by Marshall Foster, who is with us as a guest today
0: former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you
1: pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to report the news, discern the spirits and pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Today, we're going to interview an important author who is working closely with Kirk Cameron, a famous American actor who is also an inspirational storyteller and evangelist who has a 100-day campfire revival plan happening on social media. The textbook for that plan has been and will be in part the book by Marshall Foster. The book is called, The American Covenant. I wanna welcome the author Marshall Foster to our program. How are you, sir?
2: Dr. Japs, it's great to be with you.
1: Well, I'm honored to meet you, and I wanna hear about this American covenant. You think God has established a covenant with America? What does that word mean?
2: A well, covenant is, is a, a word that's throughout the scripture. It begins with a covenant that God made with uh, Adam and Eve, and then with, with Abraham and with Moses, and with of course Christ, the ultimate covenant uh, was that was confirmed in His own blood. But it's a relationship, and it's an agreement. Those agreements come in different forms. Governmentally, they met their climax in the Declaration of Independence when the American colonies came together and said with firm reliance upon divine providence, we pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That was in the form of a, of a covenant, uh, and that was the way in which America was founded. We're one of the only nations in the world, including Israel, that were founded on a on a specific covenant where we actually said to God, we're founding it upon these principles. Uh, others have been fo- founded by you know emperors and kings and, and warlords who come in and kill another warlord. In our case, we built it over 150 years of Christian training and covenant keeping in the home and in the church in local communities that culminated in the development of America's constitution. And that was all done covenantally.
1: Can you hold up a copy of your book and describe its origins? This is a revision of an earlier version. When did you start this?
2: Well, I've been uh, president of the World History Institute for almost 50 years, 46 years. And uh, about 40 years ago, I wrote a book called The American Covenant, The Untold Story, and it sold 125,000 copies. And we gave seminars, uh, 450 seminars all over the nation in the 80s and 90s. Uh, And then, uh, I went on to other books and materials. I, I made uh, some films with Kirk Cameron, and he picked up the book uh, right after the election last year and said, we have to have our own plan. Forget the plan that's going on with this 100-day plan in and, and the White House. We're going to have a godly plan. And he looked at this American Covenant, and he even had the old version, which I now have completely redone and put another 100 pages in and refreshed it. Uh, But he took it and started teaching it every night on social media, especially on Facebook and Instagram, and now it's spread around, and uh, and 3.5 million people are a part of the Campfire Revival, which he took a break for a couple weeks with his wife, now he's back and he's starting tonight uh, for another full summer of the Campfire Revival.
1: So the campfire revival is sort of a social media phenomenon. It's, you said three and a half million people have participated. It's every weeknight for a hundred weeknights and your book is part of the, the curriculum. Uh, how, how did you meet Kirk Cameron and, and why did you guys start working together like that? I see he wrote the forward to your book.
2: Yes, yes. Well, he even talks about it in there, how he met. Uh, basically, we were in the airport and I looked up, I said, Kirk Cameron? He said, Marshall Foster. Well, at that point I figured, well, why would he know me, right? Uh, and uh, he said, well, uh, I know you because I have two more children because of you. Uh, I Because someone gave me your book, I had another book that was about having more babies rather than rather than less and encouraging men to have children so and not to get vasectomies and stuff. Anyway, uh sure enough he uh, was planning a vasectomy he didn't get it uh he, thought he couldn't have children he had adopted four kids uh, f- uh, two weeks later his wife got pregnant and they have two more kids and now they're 18 and 19 years old so this was all about 15 years ago and uh, w- of course we became instant friends found out we lived 10 minutes apart so we've been uh bosom buddies ever since and we started a church together we worked together and we did a movie together called monumental which came out in 2012 on the history of the pilgrims and you see the monument behind me, uh, which is a monument that Kirk himself paid for that is going around the country to all the leaders of our nation. That is a 80 ton monument in Plymouth, Massachusetts. It's the largest granite monument in America. And it's the forefathers monument. And that is the basis of that film. So we went on, now we're working together on this to reeducate America in the covenant that we have with God.
1: I just wanna make sure our audience know, Booze and Buddies was actually a comedy series with Tom Hanks, not the same one that Kurt Cameron became famous for. But but, yes, but yes I'm no, I'm excited that you guys are making these Christian films together, historical documentaries, really uh, uh, treating the relationship that God has with America as a special covenant. And that's why I recommend the book, The American Covenant. Uh, Get it through his website, AmericanCovenantBook.com. And when we come back, we're gonna tell you how to sign up for uh, the social media phenomenon that Kirk Cameron is leading right after this with Marshall Foster.
3: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN
1: News. Today, we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover, it'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, Uh, We're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I Pray for Religious Freedom, to help you remember to pray for America. Listen, uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all all four items. Visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org. Or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call, 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer, and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word DONATE to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word DONATE 720-573-0305. Please help today.
0: Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Marshall Foster, who is bosom buddies with Kirk Cameron, and the two of them are collaborating on the American Covenant which has turned into a a sort of a a weeknight campfire revival kind of feel, and three and a half million Americans are joining on social media. Marshall, hold up the book, and we know your website, AmericanCovenantBook.com. We want people to buy the book, but how can people join the weeknight uh, social media talks with Kirk Cameron?
2: Well, they can find him, of course, if they go to Facebook, uh, Kirk Cameron, or go to kirkcameron.com, and all 100 of the ones he's already done are there in order, and he can order there uh, also. So you go there, and then every night he comes on a little bit different times, usually about 8.30 Pacific, in his backyard. He lights a fire, talks for 20 minutes, and uh, 15, 20 minutes. It's fabulous. And uh, I recommend that you all join us with it, and on Thursday nights, it's gonna be called Patriot Night, and we're actually gonna be walking through the book on Thursday nights together, and then on, on the rest of the time, he's gonna be dealing with his family covenant for the next 40 days. But uh, anyway, it's just exciting to see that the American people are awakening and and rising up and saying, we need to know the truth about America.
1: Well, that's pretty cool, kirkcameron.com, that's K-I-R-K. Cameron.com to join that, or to get Marshall's book. Marshall, um, describe the format. There's, there's how many chapters? There's not a hundred chapters in your book, but, but you added a hundred pages. It's been dusted off from a 40-year-old prevision. Uh, now the newest version has uh, what kind of format? What would I expect if I pick it up and read?
2: Well, it's got, it's got a study. It begins with the, the beginning of. How America was founded, why it's been forgotten, why critical race theory is wrong, why uh, the development of American Marxism has destroyed American society. And then it goes into the solution. Well, what is the solution to it? And we go through uh, eight chapters and deal with that. And we have questions and answers at the end of every chapter. I've got a long appendix that goes through all the stories of the heroes of the past who have lived through pandemics, lived through great crises, and have come out the other end, bringing liberty and freedom to the world. And so this is, I believe, a basic guide to save America. And, uh, and it's, uh, it's now already become a bestseller just in a, in a month it's been out.
1: So you're a historian. Give us a feel for how God's covenant with America began. Name some names here.
2: Well, it began with the pilgrims. Uh, If you really look at it from a governmental perspective, here 102 persecuted Christians come across the ocean. They land in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and what is the first thing they do? Before they even land, they sign a Mayflower compact or covenant with one another to build a civil body politic under God, and they covenant together to do it. Nobody bigger, nobody smaller, uh, no king to rule over them in the new world. In essence, they were going to be self-governing in the new world, and all men were created equal and endowed by their Creator. So they all had an opportunity to be involved in in the society, both governmentally as well as in their church covenants and their personal covenants. So that's how America was built. It spread from there to the others that came to all all the colonies over the next 150 years, and they studied the Hebrew Republic because they were Christians. They studied the Old Testament, they learned about Moses, and then they learned about the Hebrew Republic that was founded 3,500 years before by Moses, where these same principles of Republican government were founded. Those principles did not come from Rome, they did not come from Greece, they did not come from the French Revolution, they came from Moses. And so the greatness of America was built upon a covenant with God as seen in the Mosaic Covenant that brought liberty and justice to the world. And the result is they copied that covenant and developed it up to the Declaration of Independence. That's why America has been the most blessed nation that the world has ever
1: known. I think you're right. The The colonies were independent or they viewed themselves as, as independent. Uh, and so they had to sort of form an agreement with each other and, and, and with the, the natives and, and they had to you know, trade and they had to, but they had to establish their own rules and they did it based on the Bible, not based on some foreign dictator and their edicts. So then it it turned into, as you mentioned, and I think you actually quoted, the the declaration of independence from England when the colonies got together, all 13 of them, and they declared war essentially. But in that document, they they declare God as their sovereign. The king is no longer sovereign, that we're endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Uh, What happened around the revolution in our covenant with God?
2: 뭐야? We we, uh, we helped to it, and, and God blessed us in that revolution. Amazing. You as a chaplain, of course, thank you for your service, by the way, uh, serving those people, those wonderful men of God who keep us alive. Uh, but throughout the years and throughout the centuries, but in those early years, we saw God's providence throughout that war. George Washington gets to the end of it and says, you've got to be an infidel to not see the providence of God in the winning of the American Revolution. And so everyone understood that it was God's providence that won in battle after battle and storm after storm and and again and again and so they saw God work on their behalf because they were trusting him and not trusting in a government or not trusting in a king and uh, and they were blessed they did have problems and then right after the war they they fell away from god they needed a second great awakening and they were awakened It came out of the college in yale and spread throughout the country lasted for 50 years they needed another one before the civil war and every 50 years or so we've had a great awakening in our country brother but uh we had one of the jesus movement that was <laughs> a little shallow but it was real i was there i got saved in it so did most uh, people my age but now we're 50 years later and the question is uh, are the american people going to awaken to the truths of god are they going to
1: apply them to their society no you're right um, historically after the revolution we we look spiritually at the timeline of the first great awakening when when the gospel spread throughout north america especially from the teachings of jonathan edwards and and george whitfield we see the the revivalists begin to preach and and there's sort of a, a calvinist version of of, of Uh, the gospel that that spreads, but then the second great awakening after 1826, when Charles Finney gets saved, we see sort of a more of a Wesleyan, more of a uh, uh, Arminian version of the gospel spreading throughout the Methodist churches and the circuit riders across North America. Charles Finney himself led over a half million souls to Christ, preaching on horseback, essentially, throughout uh, Rochester and New York City and then into Pennsylvania and and ultimately Oberlin College becomes the president there, and that leads up to the Civil War. Um, I wanna get your take on Civil War, religion, or what happened before that, and and maybe how that applies to the things we see today. After this short break, more with Marshall Foster, who's the author of AmericanCovenantBook.com. You should get a copy after this.
3: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
1: Do you ever wonder how to discern your own thoughts from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit, or angels, or invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. In fact, I wrote my PhD dissertation, How to See the Holy Spirit, Angels and Demons. But now we have an exciting 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that you can get for your small group or your church. If you just visit PrayInJesusName.org and offer a suggested donation of $99. Or call us toll-free at 866-Obey-God. Get this 17-part video series, and for a limited time only, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Get this important Bible study series for you and your church, or call us at 866-Obey-God right now.
3: Hello everyone, I'm Mike Lindell, and I wanna tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chap's ministry here in his program, and you can do that by using, going to mypillow.com, using the promo code PRAYNEWS, and you're gonna save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, a, mo- a lot of that money is gonna go back to support dr Chaps and this programming and it's uh i just can't tell you enough to get people to jesus is so important and to have ministries like this is is that it's just absolutely amazing thanks to your support you've helped make my pillow become one of the fastest growing companies in america over the last 12 years you've helped my pillow create thousands of jobs right here in the usa
1: when i got my pillow
3: I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com
0: defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Marshall Foster. Marshall, we were talking about the First Great Awakening, then the Second Great Awakening, just before the Civil War. Uh, How did that affect Civil War politics?
2: Well, there's nothing really good about the Civil War. It was uh, a pox on both their houses, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, There's sin on all sides. But the, the, the men that were caught in the middle of it needed to be saved. And so many of them were lost. And it was right before that in New York City, of all places, that a reformed pastor began a prayer meeting. Uh, And a little reformed church with five guys ended up with 10,000 men meeting in the burlesque theaters of New York uh, in 1857. That revival of 1857 spread throughout Europe, spread throughout America. And then when the war began, it went into the camp meetings in in the battle scenes. And that's where the men of the North and the South came to know Jesus Christ before they met their doom. Uh, wow. 600,000 or more of them, and and so uh, that's kind of the story of it, but it's more than that. God has a bigger plan. He, he wants to see not just the warriors saved, but he wants to see the country brought back. It is in that salvation, in that transformation of the heart to be self-governing is our only hope to avoid a socialist hell that could descend quickly upon America in the next few years.
1: Well, I think you're right, and the The abolition of slavery movement had its roots in American evangelicalism. If you look at, uh, for example, the autobiography of evangelist Charles Finney, he wrote Mm. to President Lincoln about three weeks before the Emancipation Proclamation. And he said, you've got to free the slaves. And then Lincoln did it. Um, And then you look at the the Underground Railroad, the the migration of African-Americans up to the North, ended it at Oberlin College where Charles Finney was president and gave college degrees, the first college in America to confer bachelor's degrees on blacks and women. Uh, Just revolutionary in their social thought. Uh, And then after the war, let's, let's move forward to the 1900s. Where do you see God's covenant developing with America?
2: well i think we became very successful obviously and in our success we began to forget god uh more and more you had the public schools being taken over by a progressive public school came through john dewey which ultimately came through the frankfurt institute in germany uh that philosophy did away with god in the schools and and uh, the commandments and the judeo-christian heritage no longer being taught especially in the 70s and the 80s the 90s so now we have a generation of americans that has that has arisen that do not know their history. And they think that we can have a free society with liberty and justice for all without having the God of the Bible, which is exactly impossible as we study history. It is only, I've spent over 50 years studying the history of Western civilization, and I can tell you, no people that have ever lived have ever lived for a long period of time in freedom without uh, bowing to the God of scripture. Uh, everyone else ends up in tyranny in any other form, whether it be the Buddhist countries, the Hindu countries, the the um, the Marxist uh, socialist, communist countries for sure. And so the answer is to go back to our roots and to and to bring liberty and justice for all. And Christianity is the foundation for equality among the races as well as among all people. And uh, that's our hope for a peaceful resolution to the problem we face, uh, because that would be God's, God's will. We wanna start from the heart.
1: No, you're right, and, and you look at the greatest generation who fought World War II, and, and many of those veterans are now dying off, sadly. Uh, yes. We honor our veterans, of course, uh, but but after that, we fought perhaps a 50-year Cold War against Marxism, and now, Now that, in 1989, the the Berlin Wall fell, 1991, the Soviet Union collapses, and we have this uh, period of of supposed liberty, right? Marxism is dead, we finally proved that it's a bad theory. What happened in 2020 in the elections? Now the Americans are voting for Marxism.
2: Yeah, well, it's easy. Uh, Marxism is nothing new. It's the same old thing used in the garden. He uh, promised people things that they can never have without God Uh, Promise them freedom, liberty. You can do what you want, make your own decisions. Everybody's going to be free. Just follow us and we'll give you free education, free health care. We'll cancel all your debts. And so all you have to do is enslave yourself to us. Uh, it's the same old story of the Caesars, the Czars, uh, right up through the Soviet Union to America. I know these Marxists. I used to debate them. I, used to, I debated Jane Fonda on the free speech platform in 1970 at USC. Uh, I was there during the riots of the 60s and 70s. And I can tell you, these people that were Marxists and socialists then have simply gone on to become the professors and the university presidents in many of our schools. And the result is they have indoctrinated two generations, three generations of people to unthinkingly give themselves over to the state. We must give ourselves to God and not the state. Then we can have liberty and justice for all. That's what the American Covenant's all about.
1: Well, you're right, there's a dichotomy between the left and, and Marxists ultimately are anti-God uh, and atheist, or, or the, the original covenant, the one that God established with America, the, the Christianity that is represented, of course, in the gospel of Jesus Christ and embodied in his uh, crucifixion, death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, we have just two minutes left. If you would encourage our audience, why follow Jesus and maybe lead us in a prayer? sure
2: well i would just encourage them that uh, what the scripture says history proves uh, and that is blessed is the nation whose god is the lord what is the answer to america we do not have to be discouraged or depressed by looking outnumbered or feeling like the election was stolen or feeling like there's really no hope because people of power or money in the silicon valley control everything they don't god does and uh, god simply works through the, uh, he confounds the world with the foolish things of the world, which is transform hearts by the hearts of millions and millions of people from the grassroots, who then rise up and in, in loving compassion, restore and rebuild our society. That is happening and I would encourage your audience to tune into the campfire revival and to get a copy of the covenant, but more, more than that, to, 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 to trust Jesus Christ, in their life and give their whole lives to him. And in doing so, let him transform you and your family so that we can become a light to our own nation and then a light to the world again, which we we were and have been for the last 250 years.
1: Amen, I'd like to lead us in a prayer. Uh, Father in heaven, we ask your blessing today on America and, and we ask you to renew your covenant with us as we repent of our sins, Father, as we return to Jesus Christ, we ask you to forgive our sins, to heal our land, to cleanse us uh, as we repent of our wicked ways and turn to God. Lord, <clears throat> give us that third great awakening. Give us that uh, that campfire revival that is embodied in Marshall's book, The American Covenant. Uh, God bless Kirk Cameron and, and the, the work that is happening on social media every night. Uh, God bless Marshall and his uh, legacy as he continues to contribute to God's view of American history. We pray this blessing on every viewer now, in Jesus' name, amen. Our guest has been Marshall Foster, his book, American Covenant. You can get it at AmericanCovenantBook.com. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org. Please join us by clicking on the recurring monthly pledge sponsor button. For as little as $1 a month, you can set it and forget it and sponsor our program. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer today, call us at 866 God. We'll see you next time.